Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, and I am so excited to be back again. If you're a live listener and you are like on Wednesday mornings just looking for my podcast and the past couple weeks we haven't had one, I want to tell you thank you, number one, for being one of those devoted listeners and also for being patient. (laughs) Part of what I'm going to talk about today is really what I've been going through and For me, it's really important to share my journey with you because as I grow in a different business, there's new things I'm learning that I really wish I had implemented when I had my boutique business. And so that's really the intention for this podcast today is for me to kind of tell you what recently I've been going through and to apply it to where you are now and where I wish I had kind of been more sensitive to when I was running my boutique uh, in the past. So what we're going to talk about today is how to take a break and then come back from that break even better. So I went really hard for about seven or eight months this year. It's currently September. It's the beginning of September of 2017, if you're listening to this in the future. Um, And I went really hard. I worked really hard. I came out with a bunch of new products. I was live streaming all the time. I launched this podcast, came out with 22 episodes. (laughs) OMG. And each episode takes me anywhere between like three to four to five hours, depending on what kind of episode it is. So you know, that in addition to running my programs, promoting new stuff, managing a Facebook group, managing, you know, all the things that I have going on, plus traveling full time, which is part of my lifestyle. And, you know, being there for my family, which includes Greg, of course, my partner, it all started to take a really big toll on me. And I realized in the beginning of August, after I launched the last round of the six figure blueprint, that I was just so darn tired. Every day I was waking up, I was exhausted even though I had slept. Um, I just didn't feel good. I was lethargic. I was not having new ideas, which is so unlike me. Um, And I just wasn't really excited about anything. (laughs) It was just sort of like going through the motions. And, you know, it was tough because I felt like I wasn't really experiencing joy the way that I normally did. And so I ended up seeing a kinesiologist who is sort of like uh, acupuncture plus energy work plus 
actually like biology, kind of all combined. They're really popular in the UK, Australia, basically outside of the US. <laughs> Kinesiology is like a thing um, that a lot of people go to. And so I met an amazing kinesiologist. Her name is Paula, and hopefully she'll come on the show in the future. Well, I'll get that worked out for you guys. Um, but she was just so kind and so understanding and so like, yo, girl, you need to take a break. Like, what are you doing? You are just running, 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 and you need to allow yourself time to decompress. And maybe you can relate. Maybe this is something you do. Maybe something uh, you've done in the past, you're doing right now. Maybe you just feel like it's always you're running right? There's always something to be done. And you know, guys, I do the mindset work around like, I have all the time I need, you know, everything's growing exponentially every day. But I don't have a mantra that's like, I take a break when I need to. (laughs) Or, you know, frequently I take vacations. (laughs) And you know, it's tough because I think that Uh, I'm in this mindset where because we travel a lot, basically all the time, I do get in this mindset that, well, I'm traveling. So, you know, I'm getting to go to museums and palaces and, you know, walk around all these amazing cities. And so I I kind of like blur the line between vacation and work, which has become kind of a problem because what happens is I'll go out for like half a day and then I'll be like, I got to go back. I got to go back. Like I got to work. You know, I don't segregate my days where I'm like, okay, today is a work day, which today, having learned all this stuff, today was a work day for me where I just stayed and I worked. We're in Paris. Um, But yesterday I went out. I toured around the city. I didn't have a lot of work to do, theoretically. I just kind of stacked it all today so that it made things a little bit easier for me. So, you know, being able to manage what's going on in a way that can kind of be compartmentalized and you can just have these focused times where you're doing work has been something that I've really had to do really out of just uh, our lifestyle. So that's one thing I've implemented. Really, to be honest with you, I took the past four weeks off from doing this podcast, from doing any new content, from doing any Facebook Lives, from doing anything that was new, okay? Like nothing new came out of me in the past four weeks. I was solely focused on my paid group programs and my one-on-one clients. Anyone who had signed up to work with me, that's who got all my energy, right? I was basically spending all my time resting and then a little bit of work, a little bit of work, a little bit of work. And so that was really weird for me because... I just don't usually do that. (laughs) Maybe you can relate. Like, you're kind of like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just going to enjoy this process, even though I knew I should be. You know, I'm a big should person. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But what I will tell you is it took about a week and a half for me to actually chill out, like start sleeping again, (laughs) like eight hours. That felt good. You know, I quit coffee, so I wasn't faking out my thyroid gland by jacking it up on coffee every morning. I mean, I was like, you guys, in July, I was up to like four or five cups a day, just like boom, 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 like on it. And that just really screwed my body up. Um, As much as it created great results for my business, it just was like not, it's not sustainable. And so I quit coffee. I really just switched to tea. 
and water and I committed to being having healthy foods. I committed to being outside in nature as much as I could. Um, and I really just went back to basics. Like what's going to make me happiest? What is going to allow me to rest? What's going to allow me to chill out? And that is what I focused on for the past four weeks. So if you are looking to have some kind of break, make sure it includes a lot of that stuff because it is important to take breaks. As much as in the United States, we get two weeks vacation, FYI, in Europe and many other many other countries, people get up to four, five, six eight weeks of vacation a year. Seriously. So we are already conditioned by our society in the United States to work too hard. Then put on all the other pressures from money worries, from, um, you know, falling behind, like everyone's got a little bit of FOMO happening. And then on top of it, just the over, like if you're an overachiever, like I am, like I'm a total type A, I'm the oldest child. I always did well in school. And for me, it's like, what's next? What's next? All the time. I never give myself time to stop and be like, okay, stop. What just happened? Wow. All this great stuff just happened. Oh my goodness. And so I'm so glad that I got halted essentially from just running myself even deeper into the ground because I was really on my way to just being like straight burnt out. I was pretty burnt out, but I wasn't all the way where I could be because I've been there and I know what that feels like. So guys, if you are getting there, like notice it, see it, and think about what you need to do to shift that. Okay, how can you shift and take a little break? And how can you, when this comes up for you, how can you learn? So like for me, next year, I know that August, I really love taking August off. It felt really good. And so I think next year I will plan to take August off and it will be intentional. And so I will have things scheduled as they will be. I will, you know, not launch anything new. I will just plan a really nice vacation for myself where Am I focused on the programs I'm running? Yeah, totally. But that's not as much energy as new, current, you know, all this jazz going on. So make sure when you see these patterns come up that you're marking them down on your calendar. Just like if you have a bad event or a bad week in the store, you know, you're marking that down too. So next year you come back to it and you don't feel so bad about it. Um, so what happens after you've taken this break? You know, I can also relate this to anyone of you who has kids and maybe over the summer you've had to slow down a little bit. You've had to kind of, you know, take your foot off the gas because you want to be home with your kids. That's why you started this boutique business, right? So what happens now that they're back at school? Well, I like to call this the great September shift. (laughs) That is what I've named it because um, biologically, weather-wise, just mentally, we all kind of have this, like talk about programming. We are all programmed for September when that rolls around for us to feel like, let's do something new. It's like the new school year. So what happens now when you're ready for that next thing? I've heard this from a lot of women, like my kids go back to school this day and then it's on, like it's on. But like, what are the steps to make sure that the next four months, which in boutique land, we know are probably going to be our biggest four months, theoretically, because it's holiday. What can we do to make those four months be really productive, 
not be burnt out. So when January comes around, we're not like struggle bussing. Um, and, and how can we be nice to ourselves, right? So let's start out with um, my first tip, okay? So when you are kind of coming back from a break, I want you to reassess or recreate your goal list, okay? So if you have been following me for a while, you know that back in December, at the end of December, right before January 1st, switched over, I made a really big goal list for the year. I plotted out my business. And if you haven't watched this, you can actually go to my Facebook page, Stylish and Successful, and go back in my videos to December 31st, 2016. And I have a live stream video. It's a workshop that I did actually live where I teach you how to kind of mind map your goals for your business. And so I did that for my business. I taught everyone how to do it. And what I do now is I go back to that kind of, I call it like my master plan for the year. I go back to that master plan and I say, okay, what have I done? What's worked? What's not working? What needs to shift? So there's a couple things that over the past week, as I've been slowly moving into this, um, that I've really, I've pushed out or I said, you know what, that's not going to be achievable or, oh my gosh, you know what? I had this great idea of, I'm actually going to shift it. So it works better with X, Y, and Z. So if you don't have that master master plan, what I would love for you to do is just create some goals for the next four months, okay? I love to do kind of, I call it the zoom out, zoom in method. So we zoom out to either the year, the quarter, something like that. I would never do bigger than a year of goals. Yes, should you have those big dreams? You know, Yes, okay, but like that's kind of a separate goal list. That's kind of like, bucket list sort of situation. When you are creating actual goals, like these are things that I want to manifest in my life, things I want to happen, start with the bigger yearly goals. Okay, what are the big picture things? And then I love to break those down into quarters because you can't do everything at once. <laughs> so break it down into quarters. And then once you have your quarter, you can just focus on that quarter. So right now you would focus on fourth quarter and you would zoom in by month. Okay. What each month do I want to do? I know exactly what I'm doing for the next four months and I can backtrack it. I can work with my assistant Holly to figure out, you know, what I need her help with, um, what I need to be doing, you know, on my Facebook page, what I need to be doing on my, my newsletter, all that jazz running Facebook ads. Da, 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 da. So I know what my goals are and that kind of informs me as to what my actions are, right? And then the goals, I mean, that's just such good mindset work. Seeing those goals, looking at those goals, knowing where I'm going, okay? So many of us in business, we just don't know where the hell we're going. And if you have been following me, uh, you've seen my business grow up really, really blow up this year, right? Like, Things are happening faster and faster and faster. I'm manifesting things. I'm hitting goals. I'm growing my business faster and faster. Why? Because I started the year off with these goals. So if you didn't start the year with goals, that's okay. You have an opportunity right now, literally after you stop listening to this podcast, you have the opportunity to sit and write out some goals. Now, they could be goals for this month, they could be goals for this quarter, but what I would love you to consider doing is zooming out first and doing the quarter because it's a little late to do yearly goals. Just 
unless you're gonna go all the way through 2018. But trust me on this one, I always feel like January, you're gonna wanna set goals. And it's nice to just look at the year in review and then the year going forward. So start right now just looking at the next four months and then in January, you can make your year-long goals. Once you have your quarterly goals, then what you can do is you can zoom in. And you can say, what are my monthly goals? Once you have your monthly goals, it's a lot easier to get where you want to go because I think that just looking at a monthly goal, it's like, okay, I know I have four weeks to get to this. I know what I need to do each day. I can kind of organize the action around what that goal is for the month. So for me, the first thing to do after taking a break is really reassess and recreate like a goals list so that you have something to work for and so that you can use this newfound energy from your break to really be directed. You know, a lot of women I see are just a little bit all over the place with what they're doing, why they're doing it. If you can have a straightforward approach to your business, to your goals, I guarantee you it's going to be much more effective across the board. So the second piece of coming back after a break is honestly being nice to ourselves after taking that break. I know I am really quick to beat myself up over things that I've decided to do that don't fit in line with my old programming. So for me, I was programmed to work, to work hard, and that the harder I work, the more money I make. Well, that's not always true. <laughs> now, does there have to be action put towards, you know, building your business? Yeah, totally. But there is kind of a limit. You know, there is a point where you've got to say stop. You've got to say this isn't working. And so be nice to yourself when you do make that decision. Because personally, I think it's a really brave decision to take a break or take a leave of absence or go on a vacation. That is a really big deal in American society, you know, after traveling in Europe, these people in Europe take breaks. They take long summer breaks. You know, I've heard people say, oh, I just came back from 12 days off. I just came back from three weeks on vacation. And my first instinct is to be like, are you kidding? <laughs> and then my second instinct is like, oh, I'm so jealous. I mean, even though, you know, Theoretically, I'm traveling too, but I'm still working this whole time. So listen, what I want you to know is that all around the world, they do things differently than we do in the United States. And if you're listening from outside the United States, be happy that you have longer vacations. In the United States, most people get a week to two weeks a year, which guys, that's like nothing. There's 52 weeks in a year. So we're working 50 out of those weeks. Like, that's crazy. So when you're self-employed, you know, one of the reasons that I became self-employed was that I could take more vacations. I could have more flexibility. And when I had the fashion truck, I totally took winters off. I would take weeks for breaks and go on trips. So I encourage you to figure out how to do that. And the deal is, is that you can't beat yourself up after the fact. During that time off, what I would say is don't get caught up in the wanting to feel bad about taking time off or feeling like you need to be checking in on things. You know, honestly, we're not doing anything that's massively life-altering. Yeah, we're helping women and, you know, there's a big mission in that. I get it. But, like, we are not performing surgery and we are not fighting fires. Like, 
you know, it's okay to take some time off. What it's also okay to do is not beat yourself up over it. Like you don't have to feel bad about taking time off. You know, I I find so many women kind of justify things that they want to do. Like they'll say things like, you know, I took some time off, but I still managed to get a bunch of things done around the house. (laughs) Or I managed to go and see all my friends while I was off. You know, if that's what you want to do, great. But like, you can also be okay with if you're a hard worker, you know, and you generally like put a lot of time and energy into what you're doing. You can be okay just kind of shutting down for a few days, like full on, like turn the phone off. Like, Don't, you know, go out much, take baths, watch movies. Like, that's okay. Even if it is in the summer and you just want to be inside and hang out, like, that's okay. Whatever you need to do to recharge your batteries and kind of reboot your system, it's all good. And it's okay not to feel bad about doing it. So after this break you've taken, here's the thing. My third tip is that I want you to ease back into it. Ease back into your work. Do not feel like the minute you get going, you know, the minute that vacation's over, you're just like at 100% again. Because guess what? That's just really reversing what you just helped. So ease into it. Give yourself some time to... Add a few things each day. You know, don't jump in and be like, I'm going to tackle my whole to-do list on the first day. You know, those things are still going to be there for you at the end of the week. And what I would say is the first things you want to focus on when you come back is ease and what's going to make you the most money the fastest, right? So is scheduling content on your Facebook page going to be that? Maybe, but most people doesn't, that's not really the focus, right? Is it getting on a Facebook live though and starting to sell, doing a sale? Yeah, probably. That's probably a great idea. Um, is it opening your store and, you know, letting people know, sending out a great email saying, Hey, I'm back. I'd love to book some styling appointments, something like that. Yeah, totally. You know, focus on those things that you know, based on your business, where it stands, you know, are going to be automatic money makers for you. Okay. So those are the big things I think that are going to make it easier because number one, as you ease in, you're going to have more fun once, when you're making money, especially because you just came off probably not making much money or probably making no money, depending on what situation your, your business is in. Um, So if you come back and you immediately focus on what's making you money, then that's going to, you know, A, it's going to make you feel really good and it's going to reinforce the fact that taking a break was a good thing, but also it's just going to get your energy flowing in a direction that is going to be better for the rest of the time that you are working, right? So enjoy your time off and now boom, come back, make some money, feel really good about yourself and then then do the junky stuff that maybe isn't at the top of the list, isn't at that money-making part of the list. Um, Because honestly, once you can ease back into it, it's going to be so much better for you. You're not going to be immediately exhausted. You get to kind of savor that feeling of the break you just took. Hopefully, a lot of these tips are resonating with you. Hopefully, you're finding yourself thinking a lot of these same things. I know for me, taking a break is always generally kind of hard. Um, But when I do, I come back like more on fire than ever before. So please, please, please 
enjoy your time off if you've taken it. If you're coming back from a summer off or a week off or, you know, your kids are back in school, listen, this is your time. This is your time to go hard. Uh, and this is your time to really step it up. You get to choose how you want to attack this fall and winter. And so I hope that you will do it with some veracity and with some energy and with a little bit of ease mixed in. Now, if you've loved this episode, I would love to meet you over on my Facebook page. If you haven't yet liked my Facebook page, it's called Stylish and Successful with Emily Benson. I've also got a great community of other boutique owners, other direct sellers, basically all fashion sellers that I host in a group called the Fashion Truck Tribe. And again, you can find that over on Facebook. I would love to see you in one of those places. Those are really where I hang out most of the time, really on my Facebook page, but the group is great, especially if you're looking for more resources. Maybe you've gotten started, you've gotten really excited, um, and you know, you're just looking for a vendor, you're looking for, for some advice. Advice. You know, we have had so many incredible conversations in the Fashion Truck Tribe. I think it's just even just a great resource library at this point. So make sure to head on over and request to join that group. And, you know, if you are looking for more training, I always offer some kind of training. So make sure that you are on my email list. You can head over to boostyourboutique.com and jump on that email list. Uh, I've, I'm always running boot camps and I have a membership site. And even if Six Figure Blueprint is not open, that's my signature course. Uh, I'm always running something every month, every two months. So I love to help you grow your business more. You know, what I do here on the podcast obviously is a big part of what you're learning. But, you know, I, I've got so much more to share with you that I can't share through the podcast. So come on over, join a program. Um, if you are, you know, a couple years into business and you need some help, I am taking one-on-one clients um, on occasion. So definitely reach out to us at hello at stylishandsuccessful.com. See if you might be a good fit for my one-on-one program. Generally, that's for a business that's in, you know, you've been around for a year or two, you're, you're at a, a good income level, and you're ready to really step it up and take it to the next level. Uh, I'd love to talk to you more about what your big business goals are and, uh, and you know, giving you some more vacation time. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining me. It's good to be back. It's good to uh, have you listening. And if you haven't yet, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. All of those reviews go to helping more women just like you get inspired, get excited about their boutique and really take it to the next level. So I will see you next time. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.